The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the clinic. Good morning. Jeff Kowal is here on News Talk 1130 WISN and WIBA and might have some technical issues with his headphones. That's all right. <laughs> well, no, it isn't because here, Jeff, I'll give you this pair. I got them. You got them? Because you need to hear who I'm going to press right now. John White joins us. Let's see if John is with us. Good morning, John. I'm here. Hey, how right. are you? Good. How about you? Great to have you join the show today with Jeff Kowal. Okay, we can all hear everybody. Jeff, you're plugged in? I'm good. Ready I to go. I to turn the headset on. <laughs> yeah. Volume helps. That's an operator error of you, as usual. And we got a great connection with John White. Now, you hear John and the rest of the staff uh, do the market updates Monday through Friday from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Then, of course, we get a full hour every weekend. In Madison and WIBA, in Milwaukee and WISN to talk about retirement. Uh, Jeff, we've got a lot to cover today. The sexy segment. We got Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute joining us. And one more thing, we are live. If you've got questions, I'm going to open up the lines. The Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1130. What's on your mind regarding your retirement? Jeff, on your show and at the Kowal Investment Group, you focus on one thing and you do it well, and that's retirement. That's right. Monday through Friday, that's our regular day job. Uh, working with people who have $750,000 or more in retirement assets are close to already in retirement and serious about their retirement planning. We do address all areas of planning. So we look at the estate planning, taxes, uh, income in retirement. John does a lot of our cash flow analysis, so make sure that you don't run out of money. And as we put it, you retire once. So you're not... Because of a miscalculation, you have to go back to work and then retire again. So we try to strive to make sure that the uh, calculations are correct, accurate, and meaningful to you. And then again, address, address the investments. We manage almost a billion dollars of assets for our clients. Um, and then, as you mentioned, Paul, uh, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock news block, 5 o'clock news block, and Mark Belling, Sean, WISN. And at 4.55 on WIBA in Madison, we do a business report. We try to give you an idea of what's happening that particular day, whether it's a government uh, report that's driving the markets or a vaccine or a corporate report, earnings report, what's driving the market. Then we wrap it all up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ. Every day, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, news blocks in Milwaukee, and 4.55 on Vicki McKenna's show on WIBA in Madison. You know, Jeff, you mentioned miscalculating your retirement. You retire, you're gone from whatever company, whatever job you have. Can you imagine going back to your employer, your ex-employer, and say, um, yeah. do you mind if I come back to work? Like just me at WISN, I think when I'm gone, I'm gone, right? That's, that's a big-time miscalculation that would be problematic. Yeah, I'm going to bring John in for this because he uses our bad timing scenario. Why don't you go through that for a second, John? Yeah, so when we do a stress test on a client's portfolio, uh, given their retirement time horizon, uh, what we do is we'll stress test what if we have really bad market returns in the first two years of retirement. Um, and of course, that's when you have the longest time horizon is when you just retired. And we want to make sure that, you know, in the event of really bad market outcomes that your portfolio is going to be able to handle the pressure of those drops in the market 
and you'll still be able to meet your spending goals and not have to retire twice. That's uh, right. So, so you don't have really to change important. anything. Yep. Yeah, it's really important to, uh, to do those stress tests to make sure that it's going to be able to withstand a market drop. And the good news is, um, statistically speaking, the chance of retiring in a bear, or bear market or a recession are quite slim. Uh, but it happened to my father-in-law. He retired, and it was uh, 2008. So, you know, I've seen it happen in, in real life. And, you know, we want to make sure that we're making the right decisions and, and focusing on the long-term goals. Yep. And we've had clients that are, you know, retired earlier last year. And they, they say, you know, when the market drops, they say, now what do we do? And we are able to do the, the, again, we've already planned for that. What happens if the market does go down? Well, we plan for that. But sometimes when you're right in the middle of it, it's hard to see clearly and say, yeah, you know, I will be okay. So we try to help with that as well. On the website, you have to see, uh, go to the koalway.com. There is a slider on there that right on the top. It says, is $750,000 in retirement assets enough? Uh, I would suggest that you go there and take a look at that because there are three tips to help you find out. So if you have $750,000, a million, two million, or $5 million, everybody wonders, is that enough? Um, so there are uh, three tips on there. So go to our website, thekowalway.com. You can also request an initial consultation by going to the website, again, thekowalway.com. It's all, yeah, your website is fantastic, Jeff. All the locations are on there with the world headquarters in Waukesha. Also, up in Ozaukee County, great. In fact, there's a view of Lake Michigan, which is probably frozen right now, uh, in Port Washington, in Phoenix, Arizona, Snowbirds, and the latest... Location is in Racine, as Spitzner says, and I love this, with a great view of Highway 20. <laughs> yeah. But it is a great office in Racine. Uh, Jeff, I mentioned Phoenix and Snowbirds. You are licensed in how many states? 27 states now. We're fortunate. Our clients retire with us, and then they stay with us even if they relocate somewhere else. So they move to Maple. Let's say it's Naples. It's Marco's Island, whatever, Florida. Oh, absolutely. You can stay with the Koal absolutely. Investment Group. Absolutely, yep. And a lot of, fortunately, a lot of our clients do. We have a lot of in, in Tennessee and Arizona, Texas, all over. Uh, all over the Midwest, of course, too. Even in Alaska. We've got an AT&T retiree that, Is that uh, right? moved up to Alaska. We were there a few years ago, had dinner with him. So it's it's we make it a point to see our clients. That is so. It's on my bucket list. I don't want to get off topic here. Is it worth going to Alaska? Absolutely. Okay. That's one of Jane's favorite places. My wife, uh, she loved it. She would go back there in a minute. Yeah, I I really want to get up there. It's just, I mean, I watched that show on cable, the Alaskan whatever it is. It's gorgeous. Oh yeah, and eagles are like pigeons up there. It's it's amazing. They're all over. Yeah, yeah. How many you see, and yeah. it is remarkable. So, uh, Jeff, we're going to take calls here on the program. I mentioned our number seven nine nine eleven thirty. That's the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. However, off the air. If you want to reach out and just, you know, sit down, have a conversation, maybe you're not working with any advisor, but you need some retirement help. Some of those numbers you gave out, Jeff, may be daunting. You think, what, 750000 a million, two, five million. It's all in perspective, right? That's right. And you bring up, you actually bring up a, not actually, you, you usually do bring up a really good point. If you're not working with an advisor, but also if... You know, maybe that's the time that you, you've accumulated some wealth. Now you're thinking, I better get start to get serious with this. The flip side of that is, is in our business, a lot of advisors have been retiring. Uh, couldn't take the stress of the market, or they just are of that age that they want to get out. So if your advisor has retired and you got pushed on to somebody else and you, you're just not comfortable with that or not comfortable with your advisor in general, do give our office a call. Set up an initial consultation or go online at thekowalway.com or give our office a call. 
Uh, and that number I'll give right now. I never did give your office number. Here's the number for all the locations. 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040. You're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, or go to thecoalway.com. I want to touch base on something we, we, we talked about a little bit last week with AT&T changing benefits. But and and um, Bob uh, actually talked about it a little bit on a prior show with regard to interest rates and interest rates going up, and uh, AT and T, GE, Harley Davidson, a lot of companies have pension plans that are linked to interest rates, and uh, so this was something about the interest rate impact on pension lump sums. So in this segment, I want to talk a little bit about Roth conversions, but I want to start with um, lump sums. Uh, lump sums payable to pensions are impacted by interest rates. You've been and so the, the pension formula uses IRS interest rates from November of the year before. In, in each plan is a little bit different, but in this case, uh, for AT and T, they use the, the number from the year before your start date. For example, if you start your pension in June of 2021, the interest rate used will be from November of 2020, set by the IRS. Generally. Lower interest rates result in higher lump sums and higher interest rates in lower lump sums. So what happened last year in October and November, it's called a GATT rate, G-A-T-T, General Agreement on Tariffs and and Trade, and that's a, a rate that's set by the IRS every month, actually. And just I was tracking it in October of last year, the interest rate was 1.57%. In November, it went up to 1.62%. So you think, oh boy, my my uh, pension rate will go down. However, in January, uh, because the the rate is set once a year, in January of last year, that rate was 2.22%. So it actually went down from 2.22 at the beginning of the year to 1.62%. Interest rates go down, the value of the lump sum goes up. There's an inverse relationship. So actually last year for the entire year, that interest rate was probably down if your pension plan is dependent on that interest rate. So that's okay. Now, as again, as Bob mentioned in the last show, interest rates go up, um, are starting to go up. This year could be different. If you are looking to retire next year, the interest rate could be up at the end of this year. So interest rates go up, the value of your lump sum goes down. So you just have to pay attention. That's one aspect of retirement planning that we help our clients with. This is out of left field and not on topic <laughs> at all. I will ask for, and John, if you want to chime in, do you think we're going to see inflation this year? No, John has uh, actually is going to talk about that a little bit later on. Oh, okay. Well, let's so hold you want, that You thought. want to address it now, uh, John? John, we got two minutes before a break. Just give us a little tease on what your, your thoughts are regarding inflation. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Um, you know, I like to give this example. I like to look at long-term time horizons. So from 1890, uh, there was a, a recession, and then we had 30 years of low interest rates. Uh, and then in 1930, we had the Great Depression, and then 30 years of low interest rates. In 2008, we had the Great Recession, and dot, dot, dot. So, you know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it can rhyme. I think Mark Twain said that. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think that we're still going to get low inflation. I just don't see it, you know, Certainly, there's concern. I think it will come eventually, but I think it's going to take a lot longer than people think. Um, just because we're still kind of, believe it or not, recovering from 2008, which seems like a long time ago. But, you know, there's a lot of political motivation, I feel, to keep interest rates low. 
I think you're right for mm. that, too. That's Yeah, that's a good insight. You're right. 2008 seems like forever ago, but uh, the fact that we're still recovering from that. It was the Great Recession, you called it, John, 2008? Yes, 2008, the Great Recession, yep. After the break, Aaron Kowal will be with us for the Boss Minute, Business Owners Savings and Security. We've got the sexy segment coming up. Jeff, any uh, insight? As to what that's about Well, it's, it's for people who may either be confused about the beneficiary on their inherited IRA or what if you actually want to decline it. What happens if you just have so much money that you just don't want your IRA that you're inheriting? What can you do? Well, that'd be a nice problem to that have. Would be a ni- and believe it or not, some people do have that problem. Really? So there are solutions to that. Why? Tax reasons? Well, for tax reasons, or maybe they have enough money, or they know who the contingent beneficiary oh. is. I don't want to give out too much. Oh, okay, yet. <laughs> I, but I know where you, I think I know where you're going with that. Yeah, if, if, it might be better suited to go to somebody else instead of to you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, all these things we're talking about: IRAs, 401k plans. This is what we talk about: retirement issues, lump sum rollovers. If you've got any questions about that, estate planning, asset allocation, and retirement, we've got John White with us from the Kowal Investment Group, and of course, your host each week is Jeff Kowal here on News Talk 11:30 WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison, the Retirement Clinic. And if you want to join us, or if you've got any retirement question, use the Accident Mortgage Talk and Tell. Text number 414-799-1130. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. The past year has been a roller coaster for small business owners as they try to stay afloat amid the pandemic. Many business owners found aid through the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act and Paycheck Protection Program, which made loans available to small business owners throughout the U.S., However, the original CARES Act did not include language for allowing business owners to deduct business expenses paid for with their PPP loan, leaving many wondering what would be in store for them come tax season. In December, another stimulus bill with additional aid did include direction for deductions at the federal level, stating business owners can deduct expenses from, the, from federal taxes but left state deductions up to state lawmakers. Fortunately for Wisconsin business owners, on Tuesday, Republican and Democrat state lawmakers overwhelmingly voted to keep PPP loans tax-free. And on Thursday, Governor Evers signed the bill into law. Under the bill, Wisconsin businesses that received PPP loans will not have to pay state income taxes on their loans and will be able to deduct expenses paid for with loan money from their state taxes, just as they're able to with federal taxes. This news comes as a huge relief for thousands of business owners in Wisconsin. If you're a PPP loan borrower, consult a tax professional before filing your 2020 taxes. There are a lot of moving parts to these loans and aid bills. To make sure you're getting every credit and deduction available, you'll want to make sure everything has been looked over thoroughly by a professional. If you need assistance for your business, give our office a call at 262-522-4040. That's Aaron Kowal. Today's Boss Minute. 
Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic. Jeff Kowal is here. Also joining us is John White from the Kowal Investment Group. A lot coming up. The sexy segment soon. Some topics that we're going to talk about in a little bit. And we also are going to take some of your questions. Your phone calls are welcome. By the way, phone calls are, phone lines are open here at WISN. Let's go to Waukesha and talk to one of our listeners. Jay, good morning. Morning, Jay. Oh, good morning. What's up? Hey, I had a question on... Um if if you uh, move money from a traditional IRA into a Roth, um, there's no tax deduction on that um, when you're doing your taxes. The exact right? opposite. Uh, yeah, the exact yeah, opposite, yeah. Jay. Sorry. So if you have $100,000 in your IRA and you want to convert 25000 of it, that's 25000 of ordinary income. Now, if you have a million and, right. and convert... 500,000, you might not want to do that because you get creamed in taxes. Ultimately, that's a good thing to do. But we work with our clients to bump up to the to next tax bracket. Um, so you may be able to do 25,000, 50,000, $100,000, but you will have to pay taxes on that uh, when you do the conversion. So if you, auto, if you did it and you transferred it in institution and they just have a drop down menu for the taxes, you just put in your tax bracket you're in and then your state tax and they deduct it out right out the top right away and then well well, i'm not sure that's that's actually a very good question jay i wouldn't do that if i were you you will have to pay taxes on it but you get the biggest bang for your buck if as an example you were converting twenty five thousand, that you convert the whole twenty five thousand and pay those taxes out of your pocket because if they withhold you're just prepaying your taxes and really not getting as big of a benefit now there is a benefit for there is a benefit for getting the having it grow tax free, but to get the maximum benefit, you pay the tax out of your pocket and roll over that entire or convert the whole twenty five thousand. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys, and have a great weekend. Thanks you too, Jay. Thanks for the call. Yeah, appreciate the question. Those kinds of questions are what we do on the program. Anything about your retirement planning for your retirement, and if you haven't started, you know the numbers we tossed around earlier, Jeff and John, you can chime in here too. Is it ever too late to start? You might be 55 years old and say, you know what, come on, guys, I, I can't get to that amount of money. Jeff, you've got to start at some point, right? That is interesting. I'm holding up an article that I was going to address later on today. John's got this segment, though. I'm going to have John talk about uh, inflation. He touched on it a little bit earlier and some other things. So, John, it's all yours. Yeah, sure. You know, I often tell people that you have three enemies to your retirement and two friends. Uh, so the three enemies are inflation procrastination and your emotions and your two friends are discipline and having a plan having a strategy in place so just to tackle the first enemy inflation i'll focus on this one today um so if we define inflation inflation is an increase of price of goods and services over time so i'll just do a quick quiz here with you paul (laughs) so a gallon of milk in 1930 what do you think that cost 1930 a gallon of milk i'm just i'm probably way off 21 cents. Close. It's 36 cents. No. Uh, So in in 2018, a gallon of milk is $2.90. So that's a 705% price increase from 1930 until 2018. Uh, Okay. I'll give you another one. House. A house in 1965. What was that? The average house. What do you think that cost? 1965, I will say $17,000. Oh, you're close again. Uh, 20200 for an average home in the United States in 1965. 
So in 2020, the average house in the United States is $329,000. Whoa. Is that right? Uh, It's that high? Now, again, these are average prices, but yeah, that's pretty high. Well, that's a 1,528% price increase. (laughs) Wow. Pays to buy a home, right? Good investment. Oh, yeah. And real estate has been a really good investment over the long haul. Um, But that's just a really good example of how inflation works and why people really don't consider it too much in their daily lives until they go to buy something. Hey, just for and the so record, I always, John, I just want to say, you yeah. didn't give me those answers. I think I did really well on that test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I mean, you were close. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but inflation isn't just prices. Um, inflation can also There's be in no the packaging price. of products <laughs> as well. So I'll give you some examples here. So uh, mayonnaise was typically a 32-ounce jar. Now it's a 30-ounce jar. Um, Let's see. Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Normally a pint would be about 16 ounces. Today it's 14 ounces. So it's not just prices. Things are getting smaller in packaging as well. So that's another example of inflation and how it affects things. Um, I think one of the, the craziest examples is if I had a time machine and I took $26 today and time traveled back to 1913, it'd be worth $1. I know that sounds kind of weird. Another example is, let's say I traveled from 1913 to 2021. My dollar in 1913 would be worth $26 today. That's another way of thinking about it. Yeah. So, oh, now that makes sense. I was, I was kind of looking at right. that like, what? How would that? Okay, I get what you're saying. Right. And, and this obviously has an effect on people's retirement, and that's why I'm talking about it. It's a, it's a huge enemy of your retirement because we need to get ahead of inflation when we're doing your retirement plan, making sure that you're getting a good investment return that's beating inflation. So I always like to give this example to clients. So let's say you have $100,000 in a bank CD that's paying 1%. So at the end of the year, you're going to get your bank statement, and it's going to say that your CD is worth $101,000. Now, if inflation is running at 2%, the real return means that that CD is actually worth $99,000 because you the CD is not beating the rate of inflation of 2%. So even though the statement says 101, from my perspective, it's worth $99,000. So it's really, it's really um, important to get your head around inflation because you're not going to realize it's worth $99,000 until you go buy something in the real world of physical goods and services. So it's really important, and we do this for all of our clients with the stress test, with the financial planning, to make sure that we are getting ahead of inflation. Um, and so we'll look at your withdrawal rate. We'll look at you know, what's going on out there, what are you spending, and making sure that we're getting ahead of inflation, which literally devours your purchasing power over time. So, John, you're bringing up, and um, Jeff, this is a great point. I may look at now 20, what is it? February 20th of 2021. I need X amount of money to live on per month. Okay, that's this year, right? 20 years from now, it's going to be a lot more, I would think. Oh, yeah. So you build that into your plan. Yes, we do a retirement cash flow analysis. And we do, as John mentioned, John alluded to, we do uh, address the inflation and tell you if you need $100,000 of of net spendable income today, what will you need 20 years from now at two and a quarter percent inflation? What will you need? So we we plan that in. And John, you were going to touch on withdrawal rates also. Right, exactly. So given the inflation numbers that we see, and from 1913 until about 2020, the average inflation rate is around about 2.5% thereabouts. 
everything inflates at different prices, like college costs inflate higher rate, so the medical costs. The other things don't inflate the highest rate of price. And so what we do is if we go back to 1926, all the way up until uh, 1990, that time span, based on your investments, you could safely withdraw 4% out of your retirement portfolio and still get ahead of inflation and still have enough money to last you for 30 years of retirement. Now, of course, hindsight is 2020. If we, could, if we knew exactly what was going to happen in the future, we might be able to withdraw even higher amounts from your portfolio. So a quick example is, uh, you know, basically back in 1983, if, if you had a crystal ball and knew what the future was going to hold, you could have almost drawn 10% out of your portfolio and still be safe. Now, of course, we don't know what the future is going to bring, but that's just an example. And we don't recommend um, that. <laughs> right, definitely not. <laughs> and if we go back to 1965, had you retired in 1965 and had a 30-year retirement, the most you could have withdrawn was 4%. So we don't know what the future is going to hold, but we do know that 4% works because we've almost got 100 years of data supporting that it does work. Now, obviously, your investment allocation matters here, how much stock and bonds you have, uh, how much you have in cash. But uh, basically, history is telling us that 4% will work. Um, but again, we, that's something that we talk about when we review our investments and our plan with our clients. This is an ongoing moving target. Nothing is set in stone. Um, and that's why it's so important to have a plan and have a stress test done on your plan to make sure that it's going to work and you don't have to retire twice. It's also important to work with somebody that's qualified and, and knows their way. I mean, there's so many changes that happen every year. Jeff, we alluded to taxes and you yes. know, just things that affect our retirement plan. And, and that's why it is important that from top to bottom, everybody in our, our, our organization, Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, talk the same language. Uh, if you're calling into our office and you want and you have an issue that you're dealing with, chances are our client service people, our our team members, our uh, advisors, everybody is familiar with that particular situation because we deal with deal with it on a day to day basis. Hey, John, that was a great segment, by the way, on inflation. We've got a minute till our next break. Anything you want to wrap this up with? Any final comments? Something we should think about? Yeah. I yeah, I guess think in this low interest rate environment right now, people have got to be very careful with the money that they have because you don't see it losing value. Like I said with that CD example, you see the hundred and one thousand, you're like, yeah, I made a thousand dollars in my one hundred thousand dollar CD. But the reality is, it's actually slowly losing money. Now that doesn't mean you should take all your cash in the bank and invest it in, in something riskier. But you really need to be aware of what your money is doing because I call the money at the bank kind of lazy money. It's not pulling its weight. Now, you do have to have cash. There's no question about that. But it's just making sure that everything is put into certain buckets, that we are getting decent longer-term returns, but also being aware that, hey, we do need cash in the bank for anything that comes uh, from out of the blue, which typically is like a, a flat tire or a new furnace or something like that. So Yeah, there's always um, something. You're exactly right, <laughs> yeah. John. John White joining us on the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal. You said work with somebody qualified. The Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. You may not toot your horn often enough, so I'm, I'm going to do it, Jeff. You've been on the Forbes list of best in-state wealth advisors the last couple of years, 2019, 2020, Milwaukee Biz Times, Future 50, Financial Times, Top 400 Advisors. You've been a part of the Barron's Top Financial Advisor list now, consecutive years going all the way back to 2014. So 
you got a great staff. We do. We have a great team. We don't do it for the recognition. It's nice that we get it. We do it. We have always felt that if we did what was in the best interest of the clients, we would get the recognition. And that has come. We have a fiduciary standard, always put our clients' interest first. And fortunately, the publications in that recognize that we do that on behalf of our clients. Market updates Monday through Friday on WISN, on WIBA, by the Kowal Investment Group, by guys like John White. Joining your host today, Jeff Kowal, here on WISN. A quick break on the Retirement Clinic. Stevie Wonder Music today, it sounds That's like. right. Good choice. Upbeat. Yeah. I like it. It is good stuff. This might be my favorite Stevie Wonder song right here. We'll break. We'll come back with the sexy segment. It's all about wealth management and preservation as we continue with the Retirement Clinic. Stick around. We are back. The sexy segment, as you can tell by the music, as we continue the retirement clinic. And thank you for joining us every Saturday. We're live with Jeff Kowal and John White. Can I just tell a funny story? I got to tell John this. You did the market update, John, I believe on Thursday or Friday. I was doing Mark Belling show, which I produce. I had two calls right at the top of the show, and they said... Is John Wyatt back on WISN? He's our former traffic reporter. He was on Belling Show for over 20 years. I said, no, that was John White. Oh, okay, thanks. I thought, next caller, WISN. Hey, was that John Wyatt doing the market? <laughs> I know, two in a row. So you're from New Zealand. Maybe it's your accent, but your last name is White as in the color. I had to get that out there. I thought it was a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that... I- I think those WHs always get me. <laughs> oh, I love the New Zealand accent. Uh, I got lucky enough to be in Australia and New Zealand on the last Mark Belling cruise, and it was fantastic, and it's a beautiful, beautiful area. So as we mentioned, we're back with the sexy segment. And Jeff Kowal, this is about wealth management and preservation. That's right. This show is for everybody. This, this particular segment is for those who have accumulated some wealth. How do you preserve it? grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs. Uh, There are a couple things that came up in Kiplinger's retirement report that I thought were very apropos to this situation. It said, what happens if the person who inherited the IRA dies before all the money is withdrawn? Uh, so there are new rules with regard to uh, withdrawing money from IRAs. All the money has to be drained within 10 years for a successor uh, inherited IRA. So the, the, it says if the new owner dies before the account is emptied, anything left will go to a new owner's beneficiary, also called the successor beneficiary. IRA owners, even those for inherited IRAs, should always designate a beneficiary so that the assets avoid probate. Uh, and that's a nice thing about IRAs, Roth IRAs, inherited IRAs. If you name a beneficiary, it avoids probate. It goes directly to that named beneficiary. And probate, we hear all the time. What that means is courts. It avoids going through the process 
Which could take 12, 18 months or more. Sure, and it's also open to creditors. So uh, if somebody, if you owe somebody money and they say, hey, he's inheriting an IRA, well, no, if there's, an, if there's a beneficiary, it goes directly to that because person. Because it's a public record. Yes, it's not subject to beneficiary. So you want to avoid probate at all if you can. There's some, some cases it's appropriate to have probate, especially if you need to sort out some items. But for the most part, if you can avoid it, that's a, that's a, a smart way to go. But with the new rules regarding, with the SECURE Act a couple of years, a year and a half ago now, the, the beneficiary who inherits, inherits an IRA has to drain the account in 10 years. If that person dies, the, the, the person who inherited IRA dies, the successor beneficiary does not get to restart the clock. So you don't have a new 10-year period. You must finish taking the money out in whatever remains of the original 10-year window. So example, if the beneficiary dies in year seven before the inherited IRA is depleted, the successor beneficiary has three years to withdraw the remaining funds. That's still okay. Because that means you don't have to take it all. You could spread it out over three years. You could see what's the best uh, thing for you. Maybe you let it go the next leg, uh, grow tax deferred or tax free for three more years and then drain it all the last year. But at least you have some um, uh, options with that. And if it's a significant amount of money, if you're at the peak of your income, you may want to spread that out or may want to do some tax planning with what's the best way to do that. Uh, take the money out. Uh, the other thing um, is refusing the inheritance. This, and you said, why would somebody do that? Can I, the, can I decline to inherit the IRA? And if I do, who gets it instead? You can disclaim some or all of an IRA, and you have nine months from the original IRA owner's death to decide what to do. The decision cannot be reversed. So if you say, I don't mind, you can't go back and say, hey, I changed my mind. No, no, no. Can't change your mind. Once you, once you decide, the decision cannot be reversed. So get professional advice. Ask for who gets the money instead. That will depend on the IRA provider's custodial agreement, which dictates what happens if the beneficiary named. So if, if you're named as the beneficiary, it depends who the next one in line is. Some IRA custodians pass the money on to the surviving spouse of the original IRA's original owner or the contingent beneficiary is one named. Uh, sometimes it goes to the estate. But if there is a beneficiary that's named in there uh, and you know who that beneficiary is, let's say that I'm the beneficiary and I know that my kids are named as contingent beneficiaries, I might say, I don't need the money. I'm good enough right now. How about if we let them inherit it? You, could, you, you can't say where it goes. It's, none, it's not up to you. But if you know who the next beneficiary is, you can just de uh, decline it, not take it, and have it go to the next beneficiary in line. So why would somebody do that? Again, if you have enough money, if you think it would complicate your estate. That was my question. Why yeah. would you? Well, some people have significant amounts of wealth already, and they would screw up their taxes, maybe uh, put them in the higher tax bracket with regard to income for if it's an IRA or other assets that may be better placed if it goes to the next generation. Again, if you know who the next beneficiary is in line and you disclaim it, you know who's going to get it, and they might be better served by getting it, that's the reason you would do it. Speaking of beneficiaries, Jeff, you have to stay on top of these things. When, whenever there's a, uh, a trust or an estate plan of any type, families change, right? Well, yes. Life and death, uh, babies are born, marriages happen, marriage, they're divorced. Yep. All of that means you have to change those beneficiaries and you can't just set it and forget it. That's right. And that's why in the streamlined retirement process, that's a process we have for our uh, potential uh, uh, 
for our clients when they come in, we go through with an actual process. It addresses all those areas. It addresses beneficiaries, estate planning, taxes, uh, investments, uh, legal work, accounting work, all those types of things in the streamlined retirement process. And it, what we have, I think John can attest to this because he does a lot of it. What we have in our practice, what it's geared for, is those who have accumulated some wealth. And how do you keep family wealth in the family? In the family. So it doesn't go to unintended beneficiaries. Well, that's just it. What if it goes to that... Evil ex-brother-in-law. <laughs> that, I mean, think about it. Stepchildren that you yes. you don't want it to go to, and yes. they then they get it, and you're like, come on, man. I didn't want them to get it. Yep. But I sound like Joe Biden now. Come on, man. So, Look. Don't do that, Paul. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that's why you know, in our practice, the key area is retirement income, uh, preserving the wealth, growing it, taking income from it, and passing it on to your heirs, and that's the sweet spot of our planning. Passing it on to the heirs, yes. Some people choose to spend their their spend savings or have charitable bequests yeah they have some favorite charities whether it's Hawes or or uh, children's hospital or other things that they think you know my kids are okay or i don't have other beneficiaries i'll name a charity that happens quite often as well john white anything you want to add to this particular sexy segment yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just think all of this really sums up life in general, that things are always changing and in flux. And just when you think things are going fine with your estate plan or other planning matters, there's always something that comes out of left field. And we have to have a plan that allows for that. <laughs> and, you know, a quick example is I had a client that had no intention of uh, living in another state. And all of a sudden, I got a phone call that you want to buy a condo in Florida. <laughs> Oh, because of our so, winter being so cold. <laughs> right. Not yeah. a bad choice. We had enough winter. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that was never part of the plan originally. Um, and so things will change as you get into retirement. And, uh, you know, it's, that's the great thing about having a plan is that it's a living, breathing document. It's not something that's fixed and set in stone. And that's, it's great to talk to someone like us to help you make these important decisions that affect your life. And that's and, why and the people that will, yeah. And that's why we do make meet with our clients on a regular basis. The people that that you love, that you want to make sure benefit from your life's work. Uh, what John alluded to it earlier. I think we have a minute yet, don't don't we, Paul? Yeah, you got a minute. Uh, okay. almost exactly. And John talked about one of the things that can help that that can destroy an otherwise good plan. He mentioned uh, inflation, emotion, and he mentioned procrastination. Um, we used to do seminars, and we talk about. You know, you, you can come and talk to us now, but this is probably a bad time. And you think back when you were in 20s, you, you want to do planning, but that was probably a bad time because it was your first job and you first start to make income. Or you start to have kids. Right. And then you're in your 30s and you start to have kids. You have those expenses there. So obviously that's the worst time to start, start planning. In the 40s, you have the kids going to college. You have mortgages to pay off. So of course, in your 40s, that's the worst time to start planning. In your 50s, you have the kids that are in college. You're trying to pay off your mortgage. So of course, if you're in your 50s, that's probably the worst time to start planning. And there's always going to be an excuse why you don't start Planning. Always, Jeff. Procrastination is almost built into us. As it's human nature with everything. Tax day coming up. I don't want to do taxes now, but I'll do them before April 15th. I'll yeah. get it done, right? Well, that you bring up a great point. You know, I'll, I'll call Coal Investment Group or go online to call Coal Investment Group, but I'll wait till after I get my taxes done. And then, you know, things just happen. Life, as John mentioned, life just happens. Yeah. And you get preoccupied. So 
don't wait. Uh, we, we love our clients. We love it if you if you gave us a call at 262-522-4040 or went online at thekoalway.com and we can help you with your retirement and investment planning. That website also, if you're just on there, you know, look around. There's some great articles, some blogs that are at thekoalway.com, links to social media sites like Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. It's all at thekoalway.com. You can call their office at 262 262- 522-4040. John White, not Wyatt, John White <laughs> is with us today. And of course, Je- Jeff Kowal every Saturday on WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison, the Retirement Clinic. We'll be right back. Ooh, this is that Stevie Wonder song, yeah, right? This is one of my favorite yeah. songs overall. It's called "Overjoyed" by Stevie Wonder. Just a pretty song. It is. I've heard this song all my life. I never knew the name of the song. So the theme today: Stevie Wonder music on the retirement clinic. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Welcome back. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> sound like Barry White. Yeah. Hey, uh, no, I don't sound like Barry White. I wish I did. Welcome back, John White. As we wrap up the retirement clinic, John, thank you so much for your time today at the Kowal Investment Group. What is your exact title, John? Uh, financial Advisor. Well, and we enjoy your reports Monday through Friday. You and the staff do a great job, uh, both on WISN and WIBA. Uh, we had some good questions today, good sexy segment, Jeff. We had Aaron Cole with the Boss Minute. It all adds up to having a solid retirement plan. That's right. You mentioned going on to our website, too, uh, at thecowalway.com. Uh, there is, uh, on the slider across, and you always look at that, Paul, uh, is $750,000 in retirement assets enough? Three tips to help you find out. So, again, if you have $750,000, a million, $2 million, $5 million or more, uh, go on the website, uh, take a look at that, and then uh, click uh, contact us, and, and Heather is great. She'll get back to you right away and schedule a time for us to get together. You know, you, you mentioned don't predict, the, don't try being a crystal ball and predicting the future, because we can't, Jeff. But what you want to do is preserve that wealth. W- whatever amount we get to, you don't want to see it go down. That's right. Especially once you've, once you've hit a certain point in life, it's not about squeezing out. Well, it's, it's two parts. It's not about working anymore because you want to spend time with the ones you love uh, while you still can. But the other part of it is not, maybe it's not squeezing out every last return on it, and it's, it's about preserving it and growing it. That's Jeff Kowal. That's John White. This has been the Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist. Once again, the phone number 262 522 4040 and thekowalway.com.